Yes, hello, welcome to the cat podcast. This is. Do you want to do the intro? Podcast. Go ahead. What's it like? What do I do? I don't know. Just you don't listen to my podcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Eric McFarland. We are on the Wedding Photo Podcast, and we talk about photos because we are really cool. Oh, that's just the background song. Oh, I was gonna. I don't have to rap. <laughs> Ruin my flow, bro. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Uh, this episode is sponsored by IE Photo Rentals. IE Photo Rentals is a rental house located in Pomona, California. They rent out photo gear, video gear, audio gear. They got everything you need. Uh, go check them out online, iephotorentals.com. You can see all the cameras that they carry, the lenses. They got flashes. They got lights. They got strobes. They have anything you need for your next shoot. And if you go in there and you mention this podcast, they will give you 10% off of your next rental. So go check them out. Uh, big thank you to them for continuing to sponsor this podcast. So yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, these last couple weeks have been really crazy. We, uh, we're going to be going on vacation uh, next week. So we've been just trying to knock out all of our editing um, our son has been finishing up school. He just finished school this week. Um, so we've just been busy cranking stuff out and trying to get everything done, trying to get all our stuff at home situated before we leave. We're only going to be gone for a week, but uh, we just wanted to make sure we took care of a bunch of stuff before we did take off. Um, but we're really excited to get away for the week and uh, spend some family time together. And when we come back, we've got a bunch of shoots lined up. We got weddings we're going to get right back into. Um, it's been a really busy year for us. We're really excited. We, you know, we're really grateful and we love spending our time with our couples and all the weddings that we get to shoot. I mean, we just, we really have a blast. This year, we've just been having a ton of fun at all of our weddings. Um, I just want to say a quick thank you again to all the listeners of the podcast. You guys have been super supportive. Uh, I love hearing from you guys. Please scroll down to the bottom and leave me a review. Rate the podcast. Give me a five-star rating. It helps others discover the podcast. You can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play, and anywhere that you find podcasts, you can find us on there. And if you want to reach out to me, I love hearing from you guys. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Del Toro Photo. Uh, you can find the podcast on Instagram at Wedding Photo Podcast. So don't be afraid to reach out to me. Um, if you guys have any questions you guys want to hear on the podcast, I'd also love to hear some of the stories from uh, some of the weddings that you guys go to. I want to hear some of the experiences that you guys have. Um, if it's your first time shooting a wedding, I want to, I want to hear all about it. If it's, um, if something interesting happened to you at a wedding, or if you have any questions about something that's happened to you or a situation you've been in at a wedding, I'd love to talk about it on the podcast. Uh, so please send me a message. Let me know what's going on out there. And, uh, yeah, just reach out to me on Instagram at wedding photo podcast or on Twitter at del Toro photo. 
Uh, so this week's guest is uh, my really good friend, Eric McFarlane. He was the very first guest of this podcast, and I invited him to be on again. We've been, we're always kind of going back and forth. We're always texting each other about stuff that's going on uh, in the photo industry or stuff that we're interested in. So um, I thought it'd be really fun just to sit down with him and talk about some of those things. So, so we got together and just kind of went over a bunch of random stuff. You know, we're both um, thinking about switching over to the Sony system for wedding photography. So we talk about that. We talk about uh, some of the ways that we um, back up our photos, some of the ways we use our SD cards and some of the tricks that we that we do to prevent um, losing any images. Um, we talk about some tricks in Lightroom that we use. So we talk about all kinds of stuff. So uh, so yeah, uh, I had a really good time sitting down with him and talking to him about all this stuff. So I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Um, I'll, I'll let you guys get right to it. So without any further ado, Eric McFarland. You haven't been, uh, you were my very first guest. I'm honored. And now you're my last. Wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was, uh, when you came on, that was like a big learning experience for me. Obviously, like, I think I'd done like two solo podcasts. Mm-hmm. In your car? And, and that was terrible. And then what? In your car? In my car, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then you were my first guest. That was super fun. Yeah. And I've been trying to get you back on um, every week since. Hey, here I am. <laughs> so yeah, man, this one's gonna be this is gonna be super casual. I just want to talk about a bunch of random stuff that's going on. What's going on in your photo world right now? Mm, we're in the middle of uh, wedding season right now, so we're pretty slammed in the weekends, which I'm I'm very happy about. Um, much rather be busy than not busy, yeah. especially when you're self-employed. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, paying bills and yeah. like, you know, not getting kicked out of your house and stuff is always a key. So that is, that's always a good thing. Happy yeah. to have that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's been good. And the, all the clients I've had have been really chill and yeah. really like easy to work with. So. How are your weddings been? Has it, have you guys had any, uh, did you guys shoot last weekend when it was super hot? Uh, yeah, we yeah. shot, yeah, it was still in Riverside and it was... It was hot. Oh no, we had a sorry, we had a, a wedding in Palm Springs. Oh god, that was, it was like a hundred degrees. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Was it outside too? It was outside. Oh man. Yeah. I feel like they have to be in Palm Springs, but in the summer, that's just. Ugh. Yeah. I shot one in uh, in Joshua Tree, and it was in August, Dude. and that was rough. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the whole thing was outside. Yeah. I'm like I feel like you guys aren't doing this right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we shot one uh, I think last year, two years ago in July. That was in uh, Redlands, and it was like a hundred and four that day, I think. Oh my God. And I had black pants on, and Ashley pointed like, "What's wrong with your pants? What'd you do to them?" And I had like where the wrinkles were, they were uh, like sweat stain or sweat, oh the like, white marks, yeah, the white sweat marks. Yeah. So I was like, I was looking looking super cool with that, and <laughs> you know, I just wore my zebra pants today. <laughs> Stop talking crap about my zebra pants. Are you guys doing, um, have you guys been shooting like multiple weddings on the weekends? Uh, yeah, the wedding, uh, I just finished a wedding just now, or like yesterday. Um, I'm starting on a, another wedding that they're back to back. Yeah. Uh, like a fucking Friday and Saturday or something. So, and the 
wedding on Friday was, I think we were there like 12 hours of shooting time. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, like 14 hours for like drive time and stuff. And then had to wake up the next day for the next wedding. You know, those days are always fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Remember the, I don't know if I told you, but the, the wedding you just shot with us, mm-hmm. um, we dropped you off. And then I was like excited. Well, I guess not excited, but it was like 11 o'clock at night. And I was like, cool, be home by 11.30, right? Tops. Mm-hmm. And then half hour of uploading images, uh, importing images, and because I had to get up the next day for a wedding. Uh, and that was like an, it was like an 8 a.m. start, so I had to wake up like at 6 or something. Mm-hmm. And when we got close to, we were only like 10 minutes from the house, they like shut down the freeway. Oh, <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> and it took like almost an hour longer. To yeah. get home. Like, we didn't get home till midnight. Man. A little bit after midnight. So I was up to, like, 1 in the morning. Important <laughs> images. <laughs> and then sucks. had to wake up and do it all over again the next morning. Those are rough, man. Like, yeah. You already, like, kind of... Like, when you're in that situation, I guess you already know, like, I got to get up early the mm-hmm. next day. But then you get, like, a, a little road bump like that. Yeah. And you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've had that happen to us, too. Also, going from uh, Redlands to Riverside, we shot in the Redlands and... I think we got we're on the road by like 10 and they're doing construction or something mm-hmm. and what should have been like 25 minutes ended up being like an hour yep yeah. so that was a good time that's so stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> like i'm so close but no not really don't they know that i'm trying to get home yeah. and get what some sleep <laughs> what the heck man construction at midnight on yeah. fridays why don't they do it during the day and the weekdays like normal yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can't really do that. So how's your workload right now? You're you're at home with Bexley by yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Ashley's out of town. Yeah. So I'm actually, uh, yeah. So my wife and daughter are out out in Texas right now. So me and the the youngest are chilling, and it's been good. Um, normally, like Bexley or youngest will still take naps, and so I'll, um, when Karis and Ashley are home, I don't really have that time to edit because Karis is awake and you know Ashley's there, so we're like usually like doing something or yeah. Um, but now just being here by myself, she's asleep. So I'm like, well, I have time to edit now, yeah. so I'm going to do that. So, so yeah, so, it's been So good. you and Bexley have made a deal. Yeah. Like you she's, sleep. You sleep and I work. <laughs> and I work. Yeah. And she sleeps, or she sleeps in longer than Karis does. Yeah. Uh, so Karis wakes up like around like 6.30 every morning. Um, Bexley wakes up like around 8. And so if I put Bexley to bed at like 8 p.m. and she goes to sleep and have like 8 p.m. to like one or two or whatever time I want to edit into until and then can uh, sleep in for a little bit with two yeah. words with Karis. I'd lose that sleep. But hey, you're it you're is what a, it is. you're like a night editor though, aren't mm-hmm. you? You edit like crazy late at night. Yeah, I edit when my kids are sleeping usually. <laughs> <laughs> so it depends how slammed we are. If we have, if we're crazy busy with editing, um, then I'll like edit during the day, like go in the office and edit while the kids play or something with Ashley and yeah. I'm sure that'll change once they uh, once they start going to school and stuff too. Yeah, uh, so Carrie uh, started preschool this year, and I thought, oh sweet, I'll have more time to edit and stuff. But no, no. <laughs> nothing changed. <laughs> well, Gabriel seven, so definitely like yeah. uh, you know, if I'm not if I'm not going to my day job, I know I can work in the morning, or mm-hmm. I get I, I still get home pretty early in the day. Yeah, and uh, I'll get home like around noon, and he doesn't come home from school till like three or four, so I have that. I have that gap to sit down and work on mm-hmm. videos or whatever I need to do. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's what I think once Bexley goes into preschool and Karis will be in school, then I'll have that time. But now, maybe Ashley's pregnant, so that baby will come. I everything. keep forgetting, <laughs> dude. Like 
I keep forgetting you have another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your your life already seems so intense, you know, that I feel like I'm blocking that for you. <laughs> I'm not trying to make you nervous. Are you no. nervous? Mm-mm. Me neither. No. <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. What are you gonna do with with uh, four friggin' girls in the house? I don't even know. I'm. Let me see. Really, that's not number. fair. Mm-mm. I feel like that's not really fair. Yeah. You know. <laughs> It'll be. Uh, I'm curious to see what it's like when they're all in high school and yeah. you know, there's like teenagers, like girl teenagers, and I'm. I don't know. Teenage girls can be yeah. a little bit like you know. Do you want us girls. to come? Should we come live with you? Yeah, like yeah make absolutely. it make it a little mm-hmm. a little bit more fair. You got like some guys, you know, standing up for you and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. We'll move in, dude. I'm down. Do you have another room? We have like the office. It used to be a kitchen. <sighs> I mean, we can squeeze in there. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure we'll fit in there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come in and back you up. <laughs> Ashley, the Del Toros are moving in. Perfect. <laughs> they, they can't do that. Ulysses, where are you? <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> So yeah, man, I've been uh, I've been talking to you a lot lately about the whole Sony thing since yeah. we've been switching over to Sony, and you want to switch to Sony mm-hmm. for real your bad. Have you played with the camera yet? Not yet. Um, I'm gonna get some uh, some things lined up, and then get some things paid off, and then uh, probably get the camera after that. You're not gonna so, try to well, like I'm rent sorry. it. Yeah, I'm gonna rent it. You are gonna rent yeah. it. Um, so yeah, I joined some like uh, Sony A7 III um, Facebook groups. Yeah. And just see like what people are posting yeah. and like things like that. So it seems like a great camera. I've wanted to switch to Sony for a while, but they never had uh, anything like affordable at least that had a dual SD or yeah. CF whatever cards. I want a cam with dual memory cards. Yeah. Um, and the A9 I think has it, but um, uh, you might as well. I mean, that's yeah, <laughs> it's super expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, when the A7 III got announced, and yeah. I was like, oh, well, this is a this is this is nice. The two thousand dollars is pretty affordable for what yeah, it is with everything that it comes with. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah! And it's funny because uh, you and I started talking about this a while back, and I remember you were sending me videos of, of like the eye, yeah, the, the eye tracking, focus. yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> and I'll be honest, you, I was watching them. But I'm, I still wasn't like so convinced about Sony, other than I knew at the time I was going to switch to Sony for video. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it wasn't like, I was like, oh yeah, I wasn't like crazy impressed. I don't know, I guess because in my head, like I wasn't going to switch to Sony yet. <laughs> and now that I got the I got the A6500 and I've been shooting video with it, I was doing a shoot, an engagement shoot, and the the guy he actually had his so he had just gotten a sony a7 III. he had nice. it with him right on. so he let me like play around with the camera and i was like oh yeah it's got like some eye focus the eye focus thing too do you like that he's like yeah it's great and he like showed me how to use it mm-hmm. and i started playing with the camera and i was like like my mind was blown <laughs> and all i can think of was like you probably saying like did you not watch the videos <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude like your mind was blown just from watching the videos. <laughs> mm-hmm. It took me holding the camera and and seeing the eye focus in action, yeah. you know, in in real life yeah, to dude. be like, oh my god, this is incredible. Yeah, it's nuts. So for people who, who are listening who may not know, like Sony stuff, so they have like the eye autof- uh, uh, autofocus mm-hmm. to where you track it. Um, and have so it's it kind of like the face detection. Yeah, but, but it locks onto the eyes. Yeah. And so what sold me on it was this guy was shooting his Sony, uh, a, it was the A7 III. Um, with an adapter, I think it was the Metabones Mark IV, and it had all of his L glass. It had his like eighty five one two, a fifty one two, thirty five one two, or one four. Um, 
like all like the L's, uh, Canon glass, and each one. I get the whole thing with with Sony beforehand. Before I, when I was first looking into it, was like the the adapter sucked. The yeah. uh, autofocus is real slow. It's not worth it if you don't have like uh, Sony glass. Yeah. Um. So this guy was using all his L glass with an adapter, and yeah, having like his model like walk up, go side to side, like move around real fast, yeah. and he was just like holding the shutter down the whole time, and it was like tack sharp every yeah. single photo at uh 85 at, at 1.2 yeah like the, the, the eyes were just like tack sharp like in focus like no sweat and so and it's wedding photographers that's like super important yeah because i'm sure you go through this but like like i uh i've gotten a lot better too like at paying attention because i did a lot of events in my early years so uh, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier for me to run and gun yeah. you know and trust my trigger without really looking through the camera mm-hmm. you know but like now I've gotten a lot better, like because I miss, not miss focus, but like focus on the nose or the yeah. ear rather than the eye. Now I pay way more attention to it. Yeah, and um, I've, I've noticed too with, um, so I'm shooting the the 5D Mark III with the the uh, Sigma 35 Art Series mm-hmm. lens, and that lens is great. Um, but for whatever reason, every once in a while, it'll like back focus or yeah. like just not be as sharp as I'd like it to. Yeah. Um, and that's me to have the focus point over the person and everything there just does for whatever reason yeah. will miss the focus a little bit. So I, I feel like Sony would correct that with the iota focus is what I hope at least. So it's so good. Yeah. I couldn't believe it, man. <laughs> I was like, I was holding the camera and, uh, the, his, his fiance, I, I just locked the eye on her and she was just walking around. And yeah. I remember she turned her head away from the camera you know mm-hmm. and so the little square went away and then she turned her head back and it locked back on i was like what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a super super genius camera man mm-hmm. yeah so we're definitely getting the camera in in august because we've already switched over to sony for our video stuff mm-hmm. and um the one I have now, the A6500, for photos, it's definitely fine for, like, we're going on vacation in a couple of weeks. So, like, we're going to use it for that. Mm-hmm. We've been using it for uh, Gabriel's vlogs. And then um, we haven't shot a wedding with it yet. But I've been doing all this stuff to practice, you mm-hmm. know, because we just got the camera. Um, but now we're good. Like, now I know how to use it and edit 4K and do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, we're excited to use it. But, uh I did photos with it, and I just wasn't impressed with it. Yeah. I mean, compared to the 5D Mark III, like, I felt like it just didn't compare. Yeah. But I took some photos on my friend's camera, the A7 III. Um, haven't played with it on in Lightroom or anything yet, but I can already tell, like, it, it kind of, you know, it'll keep up. Yeah, <laughs> for, for sure. sure. Yeah. So in August, we're going to get it for our video mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're gonna play around with photos and 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 see if we want to do a full switch yeah yeah and that's what uh something that sold me too on it is <clears throat> i can still use uh all my glass that i have for canon so i've i've i think a few years ago i was thinking about going back to can- uh, to nikon uh but then like try to figure like if i sold everything how much money i get from that and then I, how much money i'd have to spend over what i got to mm-hmm. get the equivalent like nikon glass and everything like that and it was just it wasn't worth it i'd have to yeah. spend like four or five thousand extra dollars on top of me selling my gear yeah so i just wasn't like financially smart to do i was like oh whatever i mean canon's still good it's whatever yeah. um uh and so now i have um uh all my sony and canon glass and i can just use an adapter and uh with the the focus is uh smooth and sharp and all that and if i cared enough um you can send all your son your signal yep. lenses into sony yeah. and they'll 
Uh, yeah, so Sigma just announced their full line um, of the art series that they're going to be uh, doing uh, Sony E-mount mm-hmm. for. And they yeah. also announced that you can send in your glass. Like if you already, you know, we have a Canon Sigma 35. Mm-hmm. You can just send it in and, and they'll <clears throat> they'll convert it to an E-mount for yeah. you for free. Yeah, dude, I'm all about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's too cool, man. Yeah, so the... So yeah, you can send in and, and have your have your glass replaced for Sony. Mm-hmm. I do like that. Yeah. And when I saw the um, the eye focus in action, like I'm pretty convinced now. Mm-hmm. I think now it's just a matter of uh, the color profile. It's a different thing, you know yeah. what I mean? Like we already have. Um, I'm sure you guys have like your your set presets that you use mm-hmm. for your weddings. So I know that when you take a picture with like a sony and bring it in like it's totally different yeah. you have to make some adjustments mm-hmm. so i know we're gonna have to play around with that but yeah that's right i remember when i switched from nikon to canon and hated canon for the first week like i couldn't get my photos to look right when i edited them and stuff oh really um but i'm used to it now obviously yeah. well i've um, always been canon so i never even thought about uh, that that you you did make the switch before mm-hmm. you had yeah, to deal with ago. that huh yeah uh, how big was the difference um well, just me getting used to, like, where the buttons were and, like, yeah. had to, like, you know, actually look at my camera and figure out where things were as I was changing settings. Um, so things like that. And I just felt like I was I was used to editing Nikon files. Yeah. Um, so I felt like my edits weren't as good with my Nikon camera than with, um, I think at the time, about the 5D Mark II. Oh, so they were better when you switched? Uh, um. I liked my Nikon pictures better. Oh, because okay. I, I was okay. used, I was I used to editing now. those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but now I'm, I, just, I just wasn't used to it, and so yeah. I'm having that same kind of thing right now. With, I'm shooting. Um, I have a Fuji X100F as like my little travel camera, yeah. like everyday kind of camera. And same thing, like I have I have friends that like will shoot. I shoot Fuji full time for weddings and stuff. Like love it, and I mean it's a great little camera, but I just I hate the colors on it yeah. compared to Canon's at yeah. least. Um, so. But you know, if I shot all Fuji, I'm, I'd I'd love it. I'm sure. I'd just well, be used to it. At I'm least. sure you just have to sit there and make your adjustments. Mm-hmm. You know, in Lightroom and the way you normally do things, you'd have to change it up, and, yeah. then, and then you kind of get used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like that that little hump is probably like kind of hard to go over. It. I had this this talk with my friend um, Brett Brunner out in mm-hmm. Omaha. He switched to the XT2 yeah. system. So he's like, it only made sense. He's like, for the price of one 5D Mark IV, I bought two, mm-hmm. <laughs> two yeah. XT2s, you know. And uh, he made the switch, but he had a friend who was uh, who had an XT2. Mm-hmm. So he had him sent him a bunch of uh, files, a bunch of images for yeah, him like- to practice editing on. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, that that's the only thing that like that was different that he had to sit down and figure out how it mm-hmm. worked and how to make it. Uh, like his, you know, match his style and the way he liked his colors to look and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and he said, like the another big difference when you're going down to like a a crop sensor is like it changes the aperture too. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that. Like when you're shooting 1.4, you're actually shooting like I don't know, like 2.2 or something like that. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Did you know that? Hmm. I had never really thought about the aperture side of it. So, mm-hmm. and I could be wrong, but he, that's the way he explained it to me. And, but he said that like, that wasn't really like anything he had to get used to. Like it was really just like the color palette. And after that he was good to go and he loves it cause it's light. 
Um, and you have an XE2, right? Uh, I had an XT1 okay. and sold that for the X100F. So the like the the what's it called the shutter speed or not the shutter speed but the um, the multi multi shot what's that called the high speed multi when you hold it down. I just look at the I don't know. You don't know the name. Either. <laughs> <laughs> Both having brain farts right now. <laughs> Uh, you know, you know when you hold it down and it shoots like multiple photos oh, yeah. right away. Like his, mm-hmm. you could just oh, literally yeah. sit there and it's just like, yeah. like the whole time. Yeah, it's crazy fast. Yeah, you um, know it's an impressive system, man. I just you know, I, I haven't we haven't thought about going uh, XD two, but now mm-hmm. with everything that Sony has to offer, well, you said something to me not too long ago. You said. Um, because I couldn't, I, I said something like, I can't justify switching to Sony if I like Canon so much still. Mm-hmm. And you said something like, the re- what was the reason that you switched to Canon in the first place from Nikon? Uh, I switched to Canon because at the time Nikon didn't have anything uh, comparable to the Mark II. Mm-hmm. I was shooting with the Nikon D300 um, and I wanted a camera that was full frame uh, and shot video just because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like... It was the, the the specs then, yeah. Um, and the only thing Nikon had at the time was a D seven hundred, which was full frame, and that was it. Yeah. Um, and that was still, I might be this might be wrong, but I think the the D seven hundred was still like twelve or sixteen me- megapixels, yeah. and the Mark II was like twenty something. So I mean, I didn't care that much about it, but yeah, I mean, you know, it was for relatively the same price, I could get a better better camera. Yeah. So and now Nikon's like killing it, and yeah, and their game with like cameras like that. Um. So, but at the time, like, uh, like the 5D Mark II for what I wanted to do was the best possible camera yeah. for me to have. Yeah. Um, and I remember you saying something like, like at the time, like, uh, Canon, the Nikon was just not progressing the way Canon was. Mm-hmm. And that was enough for you to want to make the switch. And you said like, that's enough for you to want to switch to Sony because Canon doesn't seem to be, you know, adding all the stuff that mm-hmm. we really want or that we need on you know yeah. especially for like weddings and stuff like that like the eye focus is huge man yeah. like we That's need eye focus in weddings mm-hmm. we we run and shoot you know 2000 photos 3000 photos in a day and we need them to be in focus as much as yeah. possible and we're not always looking through the well if you shoot like me you're not always looking <laughs> through, through the viewfinder you know yeah um so i think the eye focus is really huge yeah. you know and it's like canon why just Throw that on there, man. I'll, yeah. Maybe I'll stay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I know like uh, Nikon too and Sony are like are, their cameras are killing it with the like dynamic range. Yeah, like recovering shadows and yeah. things like that. Like where Canon, I guess you I mean you can do it, but it's just not as not as clean and not, not as good as yeah. everyone else. Um, so. Yeah, when you said that, I was that that definitely made me think about it different. Like you're right, you know, I don't I don't feel like they're progressing enough and. Mm-hmm. Sony's doing, you know, Sony has just made so many advancements and like the price feels really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. You know, That's especially with the A7 III, that camera, that camera's out of control. I, yeah. I watched a, a video on, I forget the guy's name, but he did a whole wedding day and they even improved the battery, dude. Like he mm-hmm. shot a whole wedding day. Like, I don't know the exact logistics, but he shot like an eight hour day mm-hmm. and he used, uh, like less than three batteries or something. Dude. And, and, uh, 
I have an A6500 and I own nine batteries. <laughs> <laughs> and I go through them yeah. all just shooting a like a silly little vlog, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, when I read that or when I saw that, I was like, yeah, I think I'm, I might be, get, be convinced. We're for sure getting the camera in August. So mm-hmm. I can see us making the switch. Yeah, and that's what I've – I know – they put Canon like up against the corner because they have like this full frame killer two thousand dollar camera and everything Nikon or Canon has is uh, more expensive and doesn't do as much. Um, and they're supposed to be Canon's supposed to be releasing whatever version of their like fancy full frame mirrorless camera I think sometime this year. Oh, they are. That's what I've heard. Um, so I don't. Th- I'm not sure if it has like specs or well, a name D, or anything yet. Fi D five something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. So yeah, if that's the case, if I like buy the A7 III and then Canon comes out with this like killer mirrorless We're camera. We're finally going to get uh, uh, <laughs> 60 frames at 1080 or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's going to be the only thing. Yeah. <laughs> they might have that down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if they, if they do like have like some killer like mirrorless camera, then uh, if I like switched over to Sony, like all I have to do is like sell the body and yeah. I still have all my glass still. Yeah. So, but who knows? They'll probably make like some proprietary lens for it and... Maybe. For Canon? Yeah. I think I could real dumb. Probably not. I, hope, I, not. I hope not. <laughs> well, did you see any... Did you watch anything on the Canon M50? Is that mm, what it's called? There's a, a M5 and M6. Which one's the newest one? M5? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Did you so watch like, any videos on it? Uh, yeah. I was looking into those cameras for like a vlogging camera. Yeah. Um, and what'd you think? Uh, I just couldn't get past the, the lenses that they had to use. Um, you can, I think you can get adapters to use your your L glass, but oh, you couldn't throw them on there. Mm-mm, they have like their own their own, own oh, mount, terrible. like M mount or something. I forget what it is exactly, but yeah. Um, and the lenses still were like uh, like their kit lenses, like eighteen and fifty five, like three five to five six or something like that. Like I don't, I mean, I'm just so used to shooting with like yeah. like one point four yeah. or um, things like that. So um, couldn't get past having a aperture that high or being three five to five six. I just remember watching. Uh, someone did like a review on it and the and they shot <coughs> excuse me they shot the um the entire review on the canon m5 mm-hmm. or whatever it's called yeah m5 and it was breathing the whole time mm-hmm. and i don't think the guy even like it, well you know what towards the middle of it in text he wrote like lots of breathing don't know what that's about hmm. <laughs> you know <laughs> so he yeah. did realize it when he was editing mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, like the focus, it kept adjusting the whole time, yeah. you know, like uh, I just feel like it, it looks like it had a lot more trouble keeping focus in one place where, you know, the A6500, like it does great, yeah. you know, it does a little bit of breathing every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But uh, like vlogging wise, like, yeah, I mean, it, it, it focuses on like the face and kind of stays in one spot. You don't mm-hmm. see it like going in and out or yeah. anything. So that was a killer. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Canon. Hey. <laughs> talk, this is turning into talk trash about Canon. They got to step up the game. <laughs> they do. They do. Uh, no, and I love that the A7 III also added the the dual the dual card thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've always been about having like that CF, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really mad as long as there's two cards in there. Yeah, I, I can do with the. Did you? What is it? The fast. Uh, the fast SD reader. Mm, so there's two slots. Um, I might be saying this name wrong, but it's like uh, UHS one and UHS two, I think, something like that. Yeah. Um, and two is the faster one, and people were hating on it uh, on the A7 III because 
there's two slots. One's a UHS one, the other one's the yeah. uh, version two. So, and the camera will still write to the slowest card speed. Oh, so, man. Yeah. Um, which uh, <coughs> I think the Mark III is just like that, the same thing. So I found like when, yeah. I, when I shoot uh, CF and SD, like my uh, buffer rate is super terrible. And yeah, because uh, I set it to read off of the CF card, mm-hmm. but it's still yeah the buffer rate is is pretty awful. Yeah, it'll still yeah. just go to whatever the slowest one is. Yeah, so, and I bought like some really fast cards, and I feel like it didn't really make a difference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, the A, uh, the A7 III still has like shoots crazy like uh, frames per second. Yeah, um, I forget what it is exactly, but. I think maybe if I shoot with the dual SD, it'll probably slow it down, but maybe slow it down to where what I'm used to with Canon anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't need like nine frames a second or anything like crazy. But like you that. do, Eric, because I've seen you shoot before. Hey, I'll, I'll fill up <laughs> that memory card so fast. <laughs> I uh, actually, I'm half joking, but I did pick that up from you. There's like times where I'm like, I should be shooting a little. A little bit more in this situation you know like especially like uh the romantic stuff when i when i'm directing them to move them around and stuff mm-hmm. you know I, I try to shoot um, a couple extra photos in between to capture like get those moments yeah you know yeah i think yeah. uh might have a, a weird uh shooting style myself where i just i do like i, I overshoot i do i do bursts a lot mm-hmm. um basically just for the reason like if anyone were to blink like firsthand yeah. or like if they you know, move their head just a little yeah. bit. I might look a little bit better than this yeah. way. Um, so I definitely do like overshoot stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I prefer having like too much stuff to choose from rather than like not enough. Like maybe yeah. like like one picture, like a head angle is like good, but yeah. it could have been better if I kept shooting or something. So, I like your style, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely helped me out because yeah. that, that was the same problem. Like there were times where I'm like, oh, this set is good, but um, I got... I got like these in the blink and if I had taken, you know, four of the same one I would have gotten the non blink or something mm-hmm. like that, you know? Yeah. So yeah, my, my style is very unconventional and creates more work for me, but um I think it's a little more like keep keep things consistent. And I don't know, I've I've seen I have been uh as a guest to a wedding and I remember thinking it was crazy that the photographer there uh literally took uh like two pictures of each person walking down the aisle, like click, click, and then she put her camera down and Wait for the next. Wait, were you at a wedding that I was shooting? No. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, she would like take like two, three photos and then put her camera down and like not be ready. Like you know, what if what if something happened? Like what if like you know? Yeah. Um. So just uh, seemed like she was there to get that shot, not necessarily to do like anything extra, like yeah, beyond. um, She was getting. It was almost like she was getting the main shots that she wanted. Yeah. So like, sure. I mean, yeah, they're they're walking down the aisle, but you know, what if like the bridesmaid like cracks a smile or like does something silly or anything like that like if you have your camera down not ready like you're gonna miss that shot and i don't know i'm not down with that no no i agree with you like one of the things i'm always talking about is like like uh it's easy for us to want to like shoot the perfect wedding and get get the shots that we want to get for our portfolio and all that but we also got to remember we're running a business where we're documenting this day for our client it's Mm -hmm. not it's not for us it's really for them yeah so you never know like that that perfect picture that you take of um you know they're they're made of honor walking down the aisle you know you never know if that's like their last picture or something crazy like that mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. so those pictures are just as important yeah the pictures of the details are just as important because you don't know the stories behind the details or the work that went into those details mm-hmm. our wedding 
we did Maria, you know how just like your wife, she's super creative, Mm -hmm. right? So we had a lot of uh, do-it-yourself stuff, Mm -hmm. and she really put in a lot of work. And I'm talking like the day before, we were busting our butt, you know, tying stuff, putting stuff together. And so the pictures of all those details are really important to us because of the memories that we had, like, you Mm -hmm. know, putting all that stuff together and putting in the work the week of. And, you know, you you, you, you just don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think, um, I think some photographers will take a picture with the intentions of like, Oh, well, this picture be good enough for be on a wall or an mm-hmm. album or something. I feel like I go for that too. Like trying to get pictures that are like, you know, put in a frame or whatever, but still like there's a bunch of photos that I take that I know aren't going to ever going to end up anywhere, but you know, 20 years down the line, I can go through those photos still having a good time. I just like mm-hmm. watch people dance or yeah. like something like that. Yeah. Um, just like candid moments that yeah. aren't like really meant for a wall, but yeah. still have good memories and stuff oh so. the dancing photos too like those those aren't always the funnest i mean you're just walking mm-hmm. around and everyone's you know partying and stuff but i always try to get at least one good shot of every guest dancing mm-hmm. you know because same thing like uh the, a wedding is also like the one time that you bring all these people that you know that will never be in the same yeah. room again <laughs> together sure. you know mm-hmm. so like people you don't know like some people are in town from out of state some friends you don't see again for many years like mm-hmm. all those photos are super important yeah. so yeah that's another thing we try to do yeah it's all about documenting man mm-hmm. you know and then and then shoot some cool epic photos absolutely in between <laughs> <laughs> nice cheers man yeah so um Man, I never realized how important like having the dual memory cards thing is. Mm-hmm. I I uh, I had one memory card go bad on me. Um, luckily, it wasn't a wedding. It was uh, my sister in law. I did some some like pics of her of our nephew, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, luckily because you know I lost your pictures. Can we go do those again real quick? <laughs> you know. I actually was able to recover those photos, but that was, uh, for the most part, I've always had, uh, SanDisk cards, mm-hmm. but I happened to be using a Kingston and mm. that was the last time, man, mm-hmm. that's, that went out and I was like, never again. And I hear other people where they're like, you know, all, what is it? Lexar? Mm-hmm. Is that the other one? Yeah. Yeah. They're all that because they had the same experience or whatever, like whatever. I, I I'm just for like, like I feel with memory cards, the expensive brand is the right brand yeah. to go with, yeah, you know. For sure. So I don't mind. I don't mind having uh, the the more expensive memory cards because mm-hmm. uh, you don't want to mess up a wedding. But the dual yeah. cards, that's super important. Yeah, I won't. I won't buy a camera if it doesn't have dual yeah. memory cards now. I don't blame you. So I mean, I haven't had to haven't had to use it yet to where like you know, card's gone bad. Uh, but um. Yeah, that, having like that, that reassurance, like knowing that it's there. And yeah. with um the the Mark III, um, I got my shutter replaced on it, and I was throwing up some airs like during the wedding, to, uh, like uh, blink like air thirty or something like that. Yeah. What does that mean? And so I just like take the batteries out, everything, put everything back in, and be fine. Uh, and in the back of my head, I was like, my my picture still there? Like, did like, something like bad happen? Yeah. Um, to where they're they're fine, but but you no, don't like, like having to do that stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
And so, like, knowing, like, well, I still have, if one card did fail, I doubt both cards failed. Yeah. So I, the pictures are somewhere still. Yeah. So having that reassurance, like, that if, like, if something crazy does happen, then you, you still have them. So what, what kind of things do you do to, like, prevent something happening in your card? Because other than that, the Kingston, I've never had a card go bad, but I hear all these different stories. Yeah. And, I, and I do a bunch of stuff to, like, kind of protect my cards, I guess. Do you do anything? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as, like, protecting, I mean, I just keep them in the case and they're not being used um but uh yeah i'll shoot everything like with uh cf and sd cards mm-hmm. um then upload those cf cards to my external hard drive um then i'll copy all those files to have like a uh raid one i think um like two terabyte mm-hmm. uh big old hard drive that i put everything on there as my backup yeah. um and then uh after everything's imported or uploaded, then I'll uh, import them into Lightroom just to make sure Lightroom can read all the files and like things like that. Cause it'll it'll pop up a little error if you can't read a read a yeah. file for whatever reason. Um, so that's pretty much it. I always uh, I always wonder like, what if like a, a image like the file itself is fine, but maybe it's like you know green and purple or like something weird. Have you gotten that? Yeah, my car, my uh, mm-hmm. my camera does that. Yeah, do you know what that is? Uh, ha- I think it has to do with uh, doing um, a burst of photos with slow shutter and like the, the buffering rate of the card. No, well maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't do a whole lot of bursts, and I've had that. Hmm. And the research that I did on it, it's really just like a more of a sensor glitch kind hmm. of thing, because like. I get one in every like ten thousand photos, mm-hmm. so it's super rare. But I'll come home with that one purple photo, and I'm like, "What the heck?" Yeah. Just one photo out of the entire day just came out purple. Yeah. So the research I did, I mean, I, I mean, unless anybody tell me something else, but I wasn't doing a burst. Yeah. So, so you're yeah. saying it was a burst? Thing. Well, when it happened to me, I posted it onto a, a Facebook page. Yeah. And got tons of like really dumb responses, obviously, because yeah. people like don't know what they're talking about. Uh, that was probably me, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but there were some people that were like oh well, people would uh, give me advice yeah. who had hadn't had the problem like oh no your camera's going bad or your shutter's broken or <laughs> all this stuff like okay, um, but that some people would post the picture that they took that was just like the same thing yeah. pink and purple all this stuff and said oh I'd, these are my settings when I did I think it has to do with this and uh, it seemed that I think three three or so people like posted about it yeah. and they all said it was uh they were doing burst during sound. Oh like, really? So okay. I don't know. I mean, it could no, be it might have. I, it, it might have been burst too. I just remember like I freaked out the first time, yeah. and that was the research that I I saw. It was just it's more of like a sensor glitch, and I was like, all right, you know, if it happens one every ten thousand photos, I guess I'm not really upset about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. That, the first time I saw it, I was like, Did, are all my photos like this? <laughs> <laughs> I was like super scared, but then it was fine. But yeah. Oh, do you remember when, when uh, so I rented the 5D4, mm-hmm. and do you remember when you and I did that wedding, and the first pictures I did was the details of the shoes, and mm-hmm. it came oh, out with like a ring circle, Yeah, and you Googled it, and we fixed it right away. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the fix was, but I was at... Uh, I'll probably cut this out. <laughs> but I was at IA Photo Rentals, and they were talking about that. Oh, yeah, when you shoot a 5D4 and you use, what is it? Uh, it was a, a Sigma, Sigma, lenses. Sigma lenses. Like, Sigma's like, nah, I don't, you know, we don't like Canon or something mm-hmm. like that. So there was an issue there. 
and they explained what the they were talking about what it did to the image and i was like oh yeah i remember we had that problem and you know we were able to just take it off and like everyone ran up and was like how'd you get it off <laughs> i was like I, I googled it you know my friend googled it and we just did it i don't remember but and this i mean this was also like a year after we shot the wedding you know? so i was like i don't remember <laughs> Dude, that's funny do you remember what that was at all uh i forget the exact like setting there's something um within uh canon's menu systems that you had to turn off mm-hmm. um i figure if it was for like autofocus or something yeah. but uh just some setting you had to turn off and yeah. it, it, it was it, back to normal it fixed it yeah mm-hmm. i just knew it because uh another like facebook group someone posted that same thing yeah um that same like they're they got a mark for when it first came out and they're having that issue and someone said oh you need to go into the settings <clears> and change this so when you had that like oh yeah i know how to fix this yeah i don't know how google does but yeah i know it's, it's fixable <laughs> well now you know yeah. <laughs> oh yeah some of the stuff that uh i know we i do like i learned i think you were probably the first one that told me but like not to delete in camera because i used mm-hmm. to delete in camera yeah so i don't delete in camera because uh you don't want anything getting messed up yeah and then um our second shooters at first didn't know that either so like I just tell them right away, don't delete anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if you think it sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just give it to me. Yeah, that's right. I remember I, I learned about it because I was sh- shooting uh, like behind the scenes, like B-roll kind of stuff for this uh, video company a long time ago. Um, and I was just doing pictures and I was like going to give them the card. So, you know, I want to make yourself look better. So delete your bad pictures. So you only give them good, fit, good photos and stuff. Um, and so they, they saw me as I was, I was deleting, like you're deleting pictures off your card, like in camera, like, have you lost any images yet? Like, uh, no. And I, yeah, it's a thing where like, it just, for whatever reason, the card doesn't like it and you're more prone to losing, losing pictures that way. So another one that I learned is, uh, um, like if you're going to switch out the battery, I know you, you, you carry a battery grip with yours. Mm -hmm. We don't have a battery grip on our, on our 5D3s. And uh, so usually we can last a whole day with with the one battery. Mm-hmm. Well, not me actually. I have to switch <laughs> it out. So when I switch it out, like I have to make sure that I turn off the camera because what I've heard is if you leave it on and you pull the battery out, it it could short circuit the uh, the memory card which is sitting right above the battery. Mm-hmm. So I haven't had that happen to me, but now I'm like even more careful, yeah. you know. Or when Maria's like, "Oh, I got to switch battery. Is the camera off?" <laughs> you know like i'm quick yeah. is the camera off <laughs> turn that off first <laughs> yeah that's what, i feel like stuff like that like i mean i'm sure that the likeliness of it actually happening is probably pretty low but you know why, why risk it i did have an incident recently and so this is another new thing i do so it was a video thing but i think it it goes with the same thing uh so um normally the night before when we're doing photos i'll you know i'll sync all our cameras and make sure everything's good Mm -hmm. and then all the memory cards i separate them to you know two different boxes the ones that maria's going to use the one that i'm going to use and uh because we try to shoot on on several smaller cards rather than all on that's another thing too we try to shoot on several cards and switch out that way just in case something happens to one of them yeah um but uh so i format them all on on one of the cameras mm-hmm. i format everything and then they're all good to go um but i don't necessarily format um how do i explain this so i i should be i should be formatting my cards on my camera only and maria's cards on her camera only mm-hmm. and this is a new thing that i started doing now because recently i formatted all the cards right 
and I was doing video for one of them. And what happened was, is I formatted all the cards on a Phi on my Phi D three, and uh, one of my video cameras I was using a Canon eighty D, and I was uh, recording the uh, letter reading. Uh, luckily the way I do it is I have one camera on a tripod. That's the one that was the, the SD glitched on me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on the girl doing the letter reading. And then I have another camera on my gimbal mm-hmm. that I, I record a different angle basically. And, um, towards the end of the letter reading, I heard the camera that was on the tripod. Like I heard it just click off mm-hmm. like the shutter click yeah. off and i was, I was like i t- like jolted my head i was like what was that you know <laughs> nobody else heard it no one knows what it is yeah. but i was like why did it turn off <laughs> so i went over and it had some error it said like error some number you know i tried looking mm-hmm. it up and it, it it like didn't exist yeah and it was just like if the battery's bad you know or no it said something about the card like try you know formatting the card or switching mm-hmm. it out I'm like formatting <laughs> no i just thought like the whole morning on that yeah. thing you know so i was like i'm not gonna worry about it now i just switched the memory card i mm-hmm. and i thought about that instantly you know like i was like you know what i didn't format this card to this camera mm-hmm. i don't know if it's a thing but it was it's like another thing that goes through your head like that's not a uh, that's not a bad thing to think about yeah. you know like whatever camera you're shooting format the card to that camera yeah you know because i was using basically a 5d3 formatted card on yeah. a 80d and i don't know i don't know if that's what it was that's the only thing i could think of and sure enough uh, i took it home all the footage was there Except the footage that I shot the the letter reading was like the the file was there, but it was unreadable. Hmm. So I lost it. Yeah, um, I I had to reread it again, and it worked out. I got all the footage, mm-hmm. but just that one file, dude, hmm. it just went bad. That's crazy. So I don't know what it was. Um, the card is still good. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with the card. I probably should have thrown the card out. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, like. Uh, I, I was just going through all these things like what was it what's going on and in the uh, mix of uploading and checking like I don't I can't remember which card it is you know <laughs> yeah. I don't have them labeled one two three four five no they're yeah. just that's an maybe I should label them like that idea, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have them labeled no. like I think I'm going to they all have my initials on it yeah but I think I I'm gonna put like a numbering system on it mm-hmm. just so like I know that card zero zero three a four nine two six one b b <laughs> that card yeah actually i do have uh on um uh like when i got the air at the wedding with the air 30 or 50 or whatever it was um i made note uh on that sd card as an sd card well i shouldn't both but um for whatever reason i put like a, a question mark i wrote a question mark on the sd card in sharpie yeah and so whenever i use that card i use that towards the end of the night to where i know like ashley's there shooting the same thing as i am so if my just get lost. I still have her, her photos. Um, but yeah, I like wrote that little question mark on it and I still, I use that card towards use, the end of the day, yeah. the next few weddings and I still use it like, I mean, it's functioning. We're going to get yelled still. at. Everyone's going to be like, why are you guys <laughs> using those two, those two stupid cards? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, I think it was just that the SD or the camera was um, doing something weird because yeah. it had the, a shutter that had, uh, uh, what was it? 475,000 pictures on it mm-hmm. and that shutter is rated up like two hundred thousand. so the shutter count was way too high for the camera and the guy at canon said that's the reason the air popped up so it was nothing to do with my car yeah. it was just like the, the camera was yeah. like hey you're dumb for not switching my shutter out yeah so 
Yeah, I mean, we don't. Sometimes maybe we don't know exactly what's going on, but yeah. you know, as long as there's like uh, safety nets we can put in place, mm-hmm. the dual cards is like a huge safety yeah. net, yeah. you know, because you never know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, what's another big thing? Oh, uh, I do. I noticed when uh, you gave me your images. I didn't. Of course, you can do this, but I never thought about it. But you have your images labeled with your initials oh yeah that's mm-hmm. pretty cool man you're gonna have to like i haven't looked into it yet so you're gonna have to tell me like how to do that yeah but i thought a- that was really cool because um do you separate do you have ashley's with her initials by any chance or yeah. just you do mm-hmm. oh dude that, that's the first thing i thought of. i was like man i could totally separate our photos out you know and know who shot what yeah. or whatever that's pretty cool mm-hmm. how do you do it uh it's through like uh when you do like the um the what folder you're recording to mm-hmm. and stuff it's all in that menu setting um you ch- change the file name yeah um so i was having the issue before uh when ashley was still shooting on a mark ii you can't do it with the mark ii yeah uh and so my mark ii which is my, my second body and her mark ii would sometimes write the name the same file names yeah i'd be like in the same like yeah. file count or whatever so i'd have to like uh take those cards mm-hmm. and put them on my desktop and like rename them and bridge and bring them back in like this whole like hassle kind of thing yeah um so once you get the mark things out i need to rename your file name so um we don't have any duplicates so yeah because i would have like uh two completely different images but the file names would be the exactly same exactly the same yeah yeah do you um so on, on my cameras i have it set to uh continuous file numbering do you have that yeah so it starts at like zero 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 one and goes up to like a thousand or ten thousand or something yeah Except mine keep going. So I, every time I format, it does not go back to zero, 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 zero. So that's continuous. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's continuous. Is that how you I have think it? so, yeah. Because that's the problem I was having is, you know, I would shoot, you know, photos one through ten. And then I'd format and it'd be zero again. And then if I if those two folders ended up in the same, you know, like mm-hmm. wedding or whatever, you know, if I formatted the card, yeah. you know, card number two. And I did separate the folders. It's like, oh, you have two of the same images, but yeah. they're like totally different, mm-hmm. you know. So I was having that problem. Yeah. But I like that. I want to. I want to put my initials on there. It's just cooler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that, I was like so jealous. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that. And then you totally saved my butt with the timestamp thing. Oh yeah. That was cool. I want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. This is for for all the listeners. Like, if uh, I always give advice about syncing multiple cameras together. Mm-hmm. So, like, if uh, you come shoot a wedding with me, you know, I always have you sync the the time and date to my camera. Mm-hmm. That way, uh, in Lightroom, all the images are synced according to time. Mm-hmm. So even if you are in, and I are in separate rooms, um, all the images line up according to what time we shot them at. Mm-hmm. But uh, every once in a while, I forget to do that with a second shooter. Or in your case, it was the the date yeah. was off. That was just kind of like a random thing you so synced. I was right, but it wasn't right. <laughs> so you have yours like uh, month, date, year, and mine's, mine was uh, day, day, month, month year. year. Yeah, and we were shooting 5-11, <laughs> and yours was 11-5. Yeah. So you like thought it was wrong because you mm-hmm. looked at mine, and you're like, oh, 5-11. Yeah. <laughs> So, but the time was good, but in the past, like if, if our times were off, I remember like, man, 
I mean, I'm pretty good at sinking, so it hadn't happened for a long time. But, like, the first time it happened, I remember, like, I sat there and arranged the photos Uh. one by one, (laughs) you know, after we did our selects and everything. But Mm -hmm. still, that was a lot of photos to go and move them all around. I didn't know there was an easier way to do that. And then um, when we shot with you, I realized they were all off. It was because of the date. Mm-hmm. And you said there was a, a way to fix it. Yeah, you can uh, edit the capture time. I think I texted it to you. Yeah. It's genius. Yeah. And it's like once you like you figure out how to do it, like, oh, that was easy. Yeah. So in your case, like we had the wrong date. So all I had to do was go in and change the date of your images. Mm-hmm. And it literally like all the images just poop. Yeah. So it's, um, you have to be in library mode on uh, Lightroom and go to the, uh, up at the, the top, go to where the metadata is, that little folder drop down, and you can go down to where it says edit capture time, and it'll pop up a little yeah. like window, and you can say, it'll say original time, and you can do the corrected time, and make sure you have all the images selected that you need yeah. switched. And I've heard, um, when I researched it, uh, I think you have to be in like grid view, and I'll have all the images in, uh, in grid view in library um so, so grid view is just from what i've seen it's just uh, when you click on uh, library mode and it shows all the photos yeah, just thumbnails all yeah. in one thing so and then i i just went to your folder of photos because i have them separated out by you know i i, I do camera a camera b camera c or whatever mm-hmm. um so yours was you know whatever b and c like i don't mm-hmm. really have a preference <laughs> just whatever card i throw in i name it you know camera yeah. a b c and so I selected your two folders. I selected all the photos, and I went to the metadata, the capture time, and mm-hmm. I literally just switched the date, and like magic, they all yeah. synced up. <laughs> and so the next day, Maria shot a wedding with a second shooter, and the times were like um, she she didn't she didn't remember to like even mention it. They just went right into the wedding. Mm-hmm. And so the second shooter's times were off by like 12 hours. It was yeah. like instead of, you know, instead of p.m., she had a.m. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, so it was a huge time difference. So did the same thing, selected all her photos, except this time the only thing that you have to kind of calculate is when she exactly started shooting because Maria mm-hmm. and her didn't shoot their first picture at the exact same yeah. time, you know, so... Uh, did a little bit like of math, like you know Maria's photos. First photos started at like four, whatever. It was a afternoon wedding, so they mm-hmm. started like at four p. Let's say four p.m. And so I selected all the second shooters' photos, and I put four p.m. And I saw that it was still off by like ten minutes, just mm-hmm. according to where like one of the first things they did was the first look. So I saw that Maria's photos like. The girl was walking down towards towards the groom. The bride was walking towards the groom, but mm-hmm. in in the second shooter's photos, they were already kissing. Yeah, you know that kind of thing. So it took a, a couple tries to be like, okay, it's ten minutes off. Let's try. Her first photo was like at four oh five or mm-hmm. four seven, and then it got down to a couple seconds. And it took maybe like six seven tries before we were like, boom, mm-hmm. like pretty much dead on. Yeah, the thing is genius. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I never knew that. <laughs> But I get we're good at syncing, so I guess like that's never been a huge issue. Yeah. But this time, you know, I was that's why I was texting you. I was like, Eric, <laughs> how do you do that thing? <laughs> so that's super helpful, man. I want yeah. more people to know about about that. Mm-hmm. Light, Lightroom is, I mean, I know that 
for the most part, whenever there's something in, in, uh, that I need to fix in Lightroom or Photoshop or Premiere, like I already know when I think of it, I'm like, I know I just have to YouTube this and it's yeah. there, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, that's just one I never thought about. Yeah. That's something that you wouldn't use very often, yeah. but you're glad to know that it exists. <laughs> Thanks for helping me with that, yeah. man. That was awesome. So you, um, you recently switched to Squarespace. I did. How has that been? Stinking WordPress, man. It was good. Uh, so stinking WordPress. <laughs> yeah, I hate WordPress. I feel like uh, this is my opinion on WordPress. So uh, I don't even mean I don't mean to be like a Apple fanboy, but I love like everything Apple. But I know it's Android people hate it and whatever. You do mean to be an Apple fanboy? I guess Dude, I don't know. Just wear it with pride, man. So so my comparison for like Squarespace, Squarespace and WordPress is like Android. Like sure, you can have more apps. You have like developers like do their own apps and everything like that. You do have that risk of like you know, bricking your phone or getting a virus or something like that. So where Apple, every, everything is um, all in the uh, in their market and they, they check everything that gets uploaded so you're not going to download some sketchy like virus or mm-hmm. anything. So you're good. So you have maybe like less app options, but the apps that are available aren't going to like destroy your phone or anything. Yeah. People are so mad at you right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like with, with WordPress, it's like that. So an open market where everyone can upload their, yeah. their apps, their plugins, yeah. all this. So if... Uh, if WordPress updates their their whole like their whole thing, yeah. But your your plugin, uh, whoever made that plugin doesn't update theirs. If they don't like work together. In my instance, your whole site would just be like trash. Like just, <laughs> I'd like log in, and be like, oh, like site unavailable. Like what the heck? And the way to fix that is to go until you're back into WordPress and say you have like twenty or so plugins or whatever. You have to go to each one and. Disable, refresh, enable. Disable, refresh. And I can see which yeah. one it is that's messing up your website. Um, so that's a pain. Uh, I had another issue where I had a email um, like contact box that was on my website that people could like put their name, yeah. date, wedding date, all, this, all that stuff. Um, and there's a while I was like, I'm not getting any emails. I wonder, I wonder what that, the deal is. <laughs> so I was like contacting my hosting provider and they're like, everything's good on our end. Like we're not really sure what the problem is. And I found out that um, my contact box works to where like they'd send a, a message they'd go to WordPress and then WordPress would forward that to my email address. And so I went to like the, the email part of WordPress and found that my forwarding email was gone for whatever reason. So I had like 20 or so inquiries for weddings wow. that were there that I never saw. And I was like, uh, <laughs> what the heck? Um, so, so that, and then, um, more recently, the whole like reason why I switched, uh, the theme that I purchased and I like, customized and stuff, um, for whatever reason, wasn't like syncing up with the updated version of WordPress. And so I do a blog post and I like literally like the button to like upload images was not there. I, I couldn't find it. Just um, wasn't there. Um, so I, I contacted the person who made the, the theme and he's like, oh, everything's updated. Like, it's fine. Like nothing on our end is wrong. And so I was like, all right, well. Then went through all the plugins, did that same thing, or disable enabled them to see like what was going on. Yeah. None of that worked, um, and I found that I had to put my website just 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 to make a blog post. Yeah. I had to go on my website. <laughs> this already sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> go to my site and put a under construction uh, page up. So my website's gone. So it just says under construction. Um, do that. Go activate some random whatever uh, theme, anything. Uh, have that theme activated. Do my blog, upload the images because the button's there now because I have a different theme on. 
um, then upload that uh, the blog, and then activate my other theme back, oh my and God. then go put my web- my website <laughs> to be back on the the normal That's page. Terrible. Just for just for for a blog post. <laughs> now, this is dumb. There's too much work for just to yeah. There's the blog post. I mean, I just need, you know, as a business needs to happen, like having yeah. blog posts and keeping that updated. Um, and so uh, I thought about going to WordPress or uh, to Squarespace, and was like not really sure of it because my like web developer skills aren't that great and like working like wordpress like i can get by with what i know but yeah. like stuff was always like difficult and hard and you were um, you were also worried about that transition too. yeah and i have like some of my blog posts are uh like ranked like like top three on google searches for like certain venues or something so i wanted to keep that standing so those blog posts can still get seen um and yeah then i found that uh i can keep all those keep my domain name uh keep everything and then just um, pretty much switch my hosting essentially from WordPress to WordPress to Squarespace, um, and I like when I did it, I planned out like I started my transition in the morning. I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm doing this like first in the morning, so I can call customer support if I have to, and like get people on the phone like <laughs> if I have any problems. Uh, so I went and did this is, it. This is what WordPress did Dude, to your yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, calling like WordPress and calling my hosting people and trying to figure out what the heck's it's wrong. It's like when you're switching cable providers, you're like, ah, oh, I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna have to jump on the phone with yeah. that and so, fix a bunch of stuff. Yeah, so I was planning on that, like planning, yeah, planning my day out, like literally my whole day. I was like, I, I was telling Ashley, I, I'm gonna go uh, work on this. I'll be gone. I don't know how long I'll be gone for. I'll probably be on the phone for a while. So I got everything set up, um, and. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, Squarespace syncs up with Google pretty well, um, and so I literally like went and changed a few things and clicked a few buttons, and it was done like in a half an hour. <laughs> no phone calls or anything. I was like, oh, "Wait, I'm I'm done. There's, what did I do wrong? Like, why why is this working?" <laughs> so, uh, just the transition from WordPress to Squarespace was super easy, yeah. like way way easier than I thought it would be. Um, and I love it now. I don't have to disable anything. Like. Squarespace, everything's all in one, so yeah. like um, they're on top of their game for like updating things, and um, I understand it's like not as like customizable as yeah. WordPress is, but yeah. I'll take you know a website that works yeah. over a you know something that might... all the stuff they have to do on your own. Yeah. So I think for like <clears throat> people that really understand the way websites work, or like I don't know, I guess what coders and all those people, mm-hmm. like people that are super tech savvy. I'm sure we're, I hear good things about WordPress. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I used to have a WordPress, and it was a nightmare for me because I'm <laughs> not that savvy. Yeah. I remember the, what I always say was like, um, if I ever, you know, like, oh, I want to switch my theme to uh, something else. I remember it was like a two-week progress yeah, of switching your theme, updating your website, getting the pictures, finding the right plugins, that mm-hmm. plugin. That plugin didn't work. This one didn't work. This one looks good, but something's acting weird, and yeah. then you have to go and figure it all out. Like, it was a nightmare. And I remember, uh, and this was like five, you know, like four or five years back. But Maria, <clears throat> Maria had found Squarespace, and I don't know how new it was, but I know it was like way more recent. You mm-hmm. know, like they didn't they didn't have now you can do no domains through them, and yeah. you couldn't in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember I had just paid for another year of hosting with. Uh, with the uh, my hosting provider for WordPress, mm-hmm. and or yeah, for no, I just paid for WordPress. Whatever. Anyways, I uh, Maria had told me about Squarespace, and I was like, man, eh, I don't really want to switch. Like, I just yeah. paid for this, and I literally just spent the last two weeks updating the website. <laughs> you know, 
So, but I was like, well, I'll go check it out. I was sitting in the kitchen and I, I went on, on Squarespace and it's like, oh, 14 day free trial. Like, uh, uh, it basically said, um, you know, design your entire website for free, you know, with mm-hmm. no, no obligation. So I was like, all right, I'll just, I'll check it out. So I went on and I found like a theme that I liked or whatever. And I clicked on it and dude, like 20 minutes later, the entire website was done yeah all the photos everything just Mm -hmm. done i was like what (laughs) (laughs) everything's done like what it's literally ready to just click and buy and that's exactly what i did i was like i can't believe like i just spent two weeks trying to make my website look good and i just spent 20 minutes and like this is the best thing that's ever happened to me so Mm -hmm. i switched over right there and then yeah so i love squarespace man like uh this is not a sponsor (laughs) But when something works really well, like, you know, people people should know about it for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, I'd much rather have something like a little less uh, techie that, you know, I can trust and work. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I'll take that over any day. Yeah. So. And I'm super simple. Like, you know, I like our simple minimalist site. It just, mm-hmm. you know, has our, you could actually do a lot too. So like yeah. uh, this podcast, I, I host it through our website. Nice. Yeah. So I recently uh, got the domain uh for wedding photo podcasts nice. so there might be a uh a website coming Sweet. soon <laughs> and then knowing how easy your transition was because i'm gonna have to move the rss feed from my website mm-hmm. over to the new one i'm like it's gonna be a piece of cake yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure that was really cool though man because I, I mean i remember you asked me about that and i was like oh, i don't know you know i haven't had it i, I didn't tr- i didn't move my old site to my new site yeah i just started fresh yeah yeah so my i was able to take all my blog posts and all my google rankings uh and everything and just um pretty much copy and paste it yeah. to squarespace essentially and it was yeah uh it's like wordpress you can download all your blogs and like this certain kind of file and you take that file yeah. and plug it into squarespace and it reads it and there they are now what about uploading your images to your blog because i remember you were you were trying to get me on one of those websites it was talk uh, about that for a second are uh, you still using no so uh so i found this one um I didn't name any names on it, but it's a program where you can um, essentially like have your old layout for your your blog be set up. Yeah. So like, if you want like two vertical images next to each other, then like a horizontal underneath yeah. that, you can build everything all within this app. Um, so before I was like, well, originally I was like, I made um, templates on uh, Photoshop. Um, I just did like um, I don't even know what I did. Where I, could, I just drag and drop like uh, two ver- vertical images and like a horizontal underneath yeah. it, and I was like doing that if I had a two vertical images. And it worked, but it wasn't fast. I had to, like, you know, drag those files in and do all this stuff. So hey, this one, just you talking about it, I'm like, what? Yeah. You, were do- <laughs> you were doing that in Photoshop? <laughs> yeah. So um, this app, uh, I think they have it just for the Mac. But um, yeah, you'd load all your pictures that you want, um, and they're all in, like in the side right there, and you can just drag and drop yeah. easily uh, into the. Um, and you can like have whatever layout you want essentially. Um, so I was looking at that, but it was like. Uh, the pricing on it was real dumb to where like you had to, you could pay like 30 bucks a month for like unlimited hosting. Oh, you and you made these templates, they hosted uh, them on, on their website. Yeah. And so if you ever canceled the service, you lost the, your layouts. That doesn't make all any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I ultimately found a, a similar, <clears throat> but a little bit different um, program that you just buy outright. Uh, yeah. Like it's a program and does the same thing. And uh, yeah, it works great. So this saves me time from uh, going into Photoshop and like 
doing my layouts. So in are you Photoshop. still using that now that you're on Squarespace? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I remember you asking me like, um, I remember you asked me like, can you put a vertical photo next to a horizontal <laughs> photo on Squarespace? I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, when you first you showed me that program. And I was like, why do I need this? <laughs> and you're like, oh, because you can put a vertical and a horizontal next to each other. I'm like, yeah, why do I need that? <laughs> it is much faster, though. But uh, yeah. what we were doing before is on our blog, you know, when we export all our photos to go to our client, we were using that same set of photo photos to go to our blog. But those are full res photos. So, like, um, Maria was running into issues when she would design the blogs on Squarespace and she just get like, it would just slow down, mm-hmm. you know, or like completely like shut down on her, yeah. you know, cause there's so many big files. So it really took like a whole day to put a blog up. So I think that's the advantage of like, uh, what's that company called? Like JPEG mini. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So we never went that route. I just, um, I know how to export them at, at a, like a good web, web file size. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we do like, I don't know what it is, like 3,200 by 3,200 pixels yeah. or something, you know, 72 DPI. I think I do a little bit more than that. Anyways, um, so we started doing that, and it's much faster now. Like, yeah. we're not having any issues. So it's the only reason I haven't gone to anything else like that program, just because we're not having any issues with it. Yeah. You know? Hey. Yeah, they, that's good, but yeah. I just uh, I don't know how to do it on Squarespace. Well, you were you were creating a template, yeah, on Photoshop. I was creating way too much work. That, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so I could see you were like looking for something easier for yeah. sure. Yeah. So you still like that program? It mm-hmm. works. Yeah? yeah. Yeah, I like it a lot. Nice. I might still look into it. Yeah. It really depends on Maria because she does all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just I like hand it over. I'm like, hey, Eric, send me this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that that the file size that was a big one for us. Mm-hmm. That was really messing her up. She would yeah. get like mad, and if she didn't click save enough or something, like she would lose it all. Yeah, dude. So there was a time where she did a whole blog, and it took like half a day, and then I came home and she was sitting there just just mad. <laughs> I was like, "What happened?" She was like, "Oh, I just lost an entire blog for no reason." Yeah, <laughs> like, man. <laughs> The, the website just shut down on her. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> so I don't think it's anything against you, Squarespace. It was, <laughs> it was us using our uh, 16 megabyte files. <laughs> you know, 100 photos that we put on, yeah. that, on that one blog or whatever. <laughs> but Squarespace is good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I haven't had any problems with it. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm very, very happy to have something that works. <laughs> I don't have to worry about. Yeah. So. No, we've been with them for like almost five years now. Right on. Yeah. Nice. No issues. I think we've switched themes like maybe twice, something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the whole podcasting thing, that's all new on there. But I, so when I was doing my researching on on podcasting and how to get it up online and everything, like uh, obviously it's stuff I never knew about. So like, I don't know what an RSS feed is. Mm -hmm. It's literally just like the link to your website or something (laughs) weird like that. Um, But what's great about Squarespace is like, uh, I, I think I Googled like, you know, podcasting on Squarespace. Mm-hmm. and Squarespace has their own tutorial, and it's, yeah. it's just a five-minute video. And you watch it, and you're like, 
that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. That's stupid easy. <laughs> so I just made the, you just make like a regular page. You add the audio and there's a, a section just for like podcasting or something like that. I know. So yeah, super easy. Dude. That's what I like about Squarespace. Everything's like really easy and simple. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get your opinion on um, shooting in the middle of the day. Do you have any problems like shooting like at noon or anything like that? Because you hate it. Yeah. Well, yeah. It depends on the area. Because <laughs> I have people ask me about that, right? And like, uh, so I also don't like it, you know. But when it comes to my clients, like, uh, there's uh, especially in the springtime and in the fall there's days where we're doing several family sessions at you know in one day or we do mm-hmm. the uh what are they called like the mini sessions yeah. we set up the mini sessions right so um if if we already booked all the morning shoots and afternoon shoots we still have to book all the stuff in between you know we don't want anybody to think that those you know like that they're gonna, their photos are going to suck because they chose mm-hmm. noon for their photos, you know? Yeah. So we're, we're past, like, I don't want to shoot at noon, but if we have to shoot at noon, like, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, Like, absolutely. it's going it's to be fine. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we find shade, sometimes we don't. But I feel like our cameras have really good dynamic range and, you know, post-editing, mm-hmm. like, we can make it work. So it's it really isn't that terrible. Yeah. It's not the ideal situation, but... Um, I don't like when uh, we'll have a client that's like, oh, can we do our session like at golden hour because we heard like that's the best time or like if if we talked about shooting at like around two, it's like, oh, is two a really bad time to shoot? I heard like the photos are the worst around that time and it's like, well, they're not really the worst. (laughs) Like if that's the time that we have to work with, it's going to come out good, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. like ideally we would want to do uh you know sunset or something yeah. like that i don't know what do you think about shooting uh so i just had this this problem this last wedding that i edited where i think all the uh the bridal party photos and their first first look was at uh 2 p.m um and we were uh, shooting in a field and like the the good part of the field had like trees and like hills in the back and all this mm-hmm. uh and uh opposite direction was parking lots and uh yeah. buildings and yeah. things like that uh, and the sun was like beaming down like directly by all the trees and everything yeah. so that the the good part of the field was in bad light and so i had to choose like well do i want like pictures with good light uh and a crappy background or do i want a good background and a crappy light and yeah. so i chose a better background because then i can do post-production and stuff um did you shoot where i think you shot maybe yeah was it close to the water uh-huh. okay yeah <laughs> um so uh so yeah, the, the field um, was good um yeah uh it, it, i did create more work for myself in post-production trying to like yeah. get everything to where like you know because the sometimes the face is going to be like like the one cheek is in shade and like yeah you know blown out and stuff yeah. and other parts um so a little more work on that end yeah. uh but i'd still prefer like a a clean nice background over like cars in a parking lot um and i think the clients would too yeah so um so whenever I'm shooting like in the middle of the day and stuff like that, preferably uh, I'd like to have the sun behind the subject, yeah. um, just so like there's, the the face is uh, evenly lit. Yeah. Um, which you can always control that. Um, so, but yeah, ideally I do that with the sun behind and um, yeah, yeah. Um, but I always try to push like golden hour and like yeah. you know when the sun's a little bit better yeah. and you don't have to worry about like uh, where the sun is um, as much. Yeah. So. I think when we get in those situations, like, I mean, you know, you can only, 
you don't have you don't always have control over it mm-hmm. so you got to do what you got to do yeah. you know and sometimes you have to shoot with the sun directly in their face yeah. <laughs> but i you know whenever we do that we just go all right this is the situation and yeah, like you yeah, said yeah. like i'm not going to put the cards in the background so mm-hmm. you kind of just embrace it and do it and i mean the only thing i do at that point is uh just make sure my highlights are exposed like not, yeah yeah so so yeah, so we kind of like undershoot a little bit, but you know you'll be able to bring that back and mm-hmm. post a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's why I just try to get a uh, even lighting as much as I can. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't really matter as much like what time of the day. I found like uh, middle of the afternoon or pictures like that. Even if you're in shade, I feel like the shade is even still bright. Uh, <laughs> like like the sun's like reflecting off the ground. Yeah. And, like, um, so I can find like shooting shade at two p.m. and shooting shade. Yeah. Uh, like golden hour yeah. like it's still like that shade it's shade it's, yeah. there's no sun but there's still it, it looks different and you were in an unfortunate situation you were you were in a field so that's rough but uh i saw the the photo that you're talking about that was it right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it, same spot. It, i wouldn't have never been able to tell yeah. you know but i think that just comes from years of experience <laughs> yeah i just like you have to do things differently. Yeah. And um, you definitely, I, uh, so I guess what I'm trying to say is like, um, that's not some, that's not a situation we want to be in, but yeah. sometimes you have to be mm-hmm. in, but definitely don't ever, you know, let your clients know that that's like a bad situation. Yeah. Like, Oh dude, this is going to work. Yeah. We're going to do this. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And it is. If you, if you really put that in their head and you do your side of the work to make sure it comes out good, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know? Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Did I say something good? Yeah, I liked it. Good. Because I thought I had to really think about that. I actually <laughs> wrote it down and said it word for word. <laughs> oh, I didn't talk about when we were talking about Lightroom. Um, do you use like the syncing tool on Lightroom to like edit multiple photos at the same time? Uh, I've done it before, but I found like for whatever reason, if I do. Um, so, kind of. I'll do uh, a copy and paste. I'll edit one picture, then copy those those settings to the next picture. Uh, but I found more often than not, like for whatever reason, the, the yeah. lighting changes or it's like yeah, there's I'll, always little things. Yeah, like I have to do like a little bit of exposure adjustments. Um, but uh, I think I have, but not anytime recently, where I've like selected like 50 photos, done like the same mm-hmm. preset, and then just went to the next ones. So I'll usually like um, do a bunch and then go mm-hmm. and like kind of like uh, fine-tune those yeah. uh, individually. So that's what we do that, especially for like reception photos, because most of our reception photos are pretty even lighting. They're pretty much the mm-hmm. same thing. You yeah. know? So um, what we'll do is we'll edit one photo, and then we'll select the next whatever, 50 or 100. or I mean, with receptions, we pretty much do them all. Mm-hmm. And then you just hit sync. And it'll just convert all those instead of copy and paste. It mm-hmm. literally just syncs all of the photos to the mm-hmm. last photo you edited. That's how that works. And and then from there, uh, Maria just goes photo one by one, just making sure, yeah. like you said, the exposure is correct, mm-hmm. or maybe she'll have to tweak the temperature or something a little bit. But for the most part, it's good. Yeah. So that's helped us with our our reception photos, getting getting through them a little bit faster. I think the photos throughout the day, it's a little different because... Yeah, sun's changing. Yeah, sun's yeah. changing. You're inside, you're outside, and you're in the shade. You're shooting in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that seems to change. And then, uh, do you still use the... the What are they called? The sliders? The, the actual... 
like the uh, HSL sliders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, I use it more for like um, uh, skin tone and making walls white. So explain what those are real quick. So it's a hue, saturation, and luminance. Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm talking about the <laughs> um, the physical sliders. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I have a, a program that connects to... Um, uh, I have a, a Behringer. I have two Behringer uh, MIDI boards. Okay. I have like a, a big one that's at my desk, and um, all the sliders are mechanical. So uh, there's like I don't know, I'm guessing like ten sliders or so, yeah. and I have like exposure, contrast, uh, lights, darks, yeah. curves, all that, all in uh, these little sliders. Yeah. So I can um, adjust those. So I never really touch my keyboard. I have uh, the MIDI board that I move the the sliders up and down to get yeah. the the adjustments right. Um, and then I click a button for the next photo, and then everything resets. All the, the sliders are motorized, so they just like shift Whoa, back to that's cool to zero. I didn't know I did that. Yeah, so the, the bigger one does that, and then I have a smaller one that's a lot more portable. I can fit in a backpack and stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's like the same thing. Um, there's as no uh, like actual like sliders or all like um, dials that you twist. Yeah. Um, and same thing with that, use exposure and all that stuff, and yeah. everything's on there. So. Um, what do you like more, the the sliders or the the dials? Uh, I think I like the sliders a little bit better. Yeah. Um, just because uh, the the company itself is, I don't know if they're like still a little bit new. Like they're yeah. a pretty small um, company, uh, and so for whatever reason, my smaller one um, uh, just kind of acts funky sometimes. Like yeah. I, I feel like it has to like warm up almost. Like when I first start editing it, it yeah. like I'll twist it a little bit and like make you know make exposure go to a hundred or like you know something crazy yeah um but then i found like once i start using it it, kinda, it adjusts yeah um so i'm not sure if that's like i can't prove it or anything but i just feel like it has to warm up yeah um to where the other one just like it's ready to go all the time and it's there um but that one I have to be sitting on my desk to use to where this one i can go over so which one do you prefer um i think the the bigger one uh works a little bit better yeah uh but the smaller one just more portable and i can go to the couch or like take it to a coffee shop or like yeah. anything like that um and uh yeah i found like i think i i get through my editing a lot faster because i'm not having to use my mouse and go and scroll through go to like uh curves back up to like white balance yeah. and to, like the hsl sliders things like that like everything's just like all in one little board yeah. um and it's great do you have a? can you send me the links to them yeah i'll put them in the i'll put them in the show notes so people yeah. can know what we're talking about absolutely because we've been you know i again maria does all our editing so i leave it up to her but um, I've got one of the Behringer ones. I want to see if it's the same one. Mm-hmm. Or actually, then, now that I'm here, I'm going to take a look at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's one that we've been looking at uh, that's got like a ton of a ton of sliders on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking for another one because, you know, um, uh, the one that I found, it looks like it's uh like it'll do the job but mm-hmm. i don't know if it's aesthetically pleasing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gotta have a little bit of both yeah, for, sure. for our desk so mm-hmm. uh so i want to take a look at that one but that's the only reason we really haven't gotten it yet and maria's like she she doesn't have any problem editing without it she edits pretty yeah. f- pretty fast mm-hmm. so yeah I, that's it. the whole yeah. reason why i got it because i was using uh visco keys um and i think they like just dis- discontinued it or something Oh really? Um, to where like you update Lightroom and then Visco Keys just did an update. What's Visco Keys? Um, it uh, like remapped your keyboard so like yeah. you have like uh, your plus and minus be your exposure and like um, customize your keyboard to w- w- whatever you wanted it to be. How um, do you remember all this stuff? Because you you told me you switch all your shortcuts too, huh? Mm-hmm. What 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 kind of changes do you make on your shortcuts? Um, 
Because I remember, yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. talking to you about it, and I was like, yeah, you just hit G for oh, grid, oh, yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, my shortcuts are all Yeah, that's because, uh, yeah, the, the program I use. Um, so, yeah, so I don't change them through, like, Lightroom itself. It's uh, through the program that, like, changes them. Uh, oh, okay. So, so yeah, if, like, if you press, like, uh, V or G on, like, a normal keyboard to do something but in mine, it would be something totally different. Yeah. Um, which uh, I don't use my keyboard as much anymore. I yeah. When I do editing, I have the, the MIDI boards. Um, but they're all different, so yeah. it's not the same as if I told you, like, oh, it just hit G or or N for survey yeah. mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the other thing for edit. Do you do anything uh, for selecting your photos? Anything specific? Um, so on my actual keyboard, I have uh, through like the little program too. Um, uh, right next to the, the arrows on the keyboard is like the question mark and the slash sign. Um, so that's my pick. Yeah. Uh, button so I just have like my hand right there and just like right question to mark thumb. is your pick button yeah. <laughs> so I have that I like then, that uh, and then the, the key. maybe <laughs> this one's also a maybe <laughs> yeah. and then uh, I think on my other hand my left hand I think uh, V or something like towards the bottom of the keyboard that's a uh, uh, unselect so yeah um, when I'm making my selects I go through Lightroom um, and uh, I flag all the pictures that do I want you, do you go photo one by one to like for selects? To, for selects, mm-hmm. yeah. You do? Yeah. Okay. Unconventional. It takes a long time, but it, it works. No, I, I mean, <laughs> it comes down to preference too, you know, because um, there's certain shoots, like uh, especially the smaller shoots. I'll go one by one because mm-hmm. I don't feel like it takes up a lot of my time. And I don't know. I actually don't know how Maria is doing it right now. I know we. I know she uses the survey mode. So in the survey mode, if you have the regular shortcuts on Lightroom, <laughs> uh, you can select like what I'll do is I'll select like maybe like five or six photos tops. Uh, and then I'll hit N. N brings you to survey mode. So it goes from the grid to viewing those five or six photos on, on their own. Mm-hmm. And then from there, uh, you can you can click on whichever one of those photos you want and do a select. Mm-hmm. So one of the tricks that I picked up from a photographer, I think his name is Jared Platt. I like revamped my whole importing and organizing process mm. through uh, his workshop that I watched on Creative Live. And this was like like five or six years ago. It was a long mm-hmm. time ago. But it works. Like it's, yeah. I really, you know, I remember it took me like two weeks to like reorganize everything, and that's just mm-hmm. the way we do things now. But the survey mode is really great because now I'll select like five or six photos, and and I'll hit survey mode, and and it'll bring up those six photos, and the first one that my eye goes to, um, that's the one that I select first. Mm-hmm. Like usually the first one that your eye is attracted to, that and that was his concept that I picked up. You know, the first one that your eye goes to, like, it's drawn to it for a reason. Like, ooh, that's good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's usually, like, 90% of the time, that's, like, the first select. And then I look at the other ones, and um, if they're all similar or there's nothing different going on, I'm, like, moving on. Yeah. And then I go back to grid mode and select the next four or five. So mm-hmm. rather than going one by one, uh, I'm going, like, five at a time or yeah. something like that. Right on. So... It might be a little faster. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So I'll you just could be do... pretty fast too. Just be like, click, nope, click, yes, click. No. Yeah, that's a, Ashley always jokes to me like, are you even like looking at your screen right now? Yeah, I'll just like click and uh, I'm pretty much doing like yes or no on yeah. each individual picture, um, which uh, that'll get me like a lot of pictures at the end of it. Uh, yeah. And then as I'm actual editing, um, I'll go through and uh, deselect photos that yeah. are like maybe are too similar or weren't as good as I thought they were. Um, so, so yeah, just um, yeah, one by one, I, I do it like like pretty fast. Um, and then, uh, yeah, deselect as, as I'm editing, if there's anything that I don't think needs to be there. Yeah. So, 
I mean, there's lots of ways to do the same thing. Isn't isn't that part like just like what makes wedding photography worth doing though? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best part of the job. <laughs> doing selects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. Well, that's all I got, man. Yeah, that's all I got. Well, thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks for being on again and just kind of talking about photo stuff mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. like my number one go-to guide to text about all my photography problems Dude, likewise <laughs> <laughs> like eric my camera's being stupid like, well what's it doing nothing okay. i just want to talk to you <laughs> it's two in the morning what are you doing next time i'll actually like find some better articles to to bring up yeah, i'll do i'll do some research too i think things like that yeah I saw on a different podcast, uh, they were talking about, um, have you seen the people that would go into uh, to Michael's or Home Depot and do like their photo sessions in like the flower department? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this person. Did you try that? Mm-mm. Did you take a couple no. on their wedding day <laughs> to Michael's? Yeah. We're going to stop by here really fast. Um, but he was uh, essentially like hating on it because like, uh, like you're essentially like a liability for Michael's or something. Someone were to fall on you or something. And, <clears> yeah. and I'm like, dude. It's fine. Like, I think if you're if you're going in there with your friends, I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah. If he's going in there with a the client, like yeah, there's there's yeah. a whole slew of problems you can get yourself into. But who's really thinking about all yeah. this stuff? You know, you just you just look, Michaels, help me find the biggest fake flower that you have. <laughs> I need this f- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be behind my subject. Yeah. <laughs> without you knowing. <laughs> so yeah, he, he was hating on it just because like it's creating like more people in the store unnecessarily you're not going to buy anything things like that and like liability um and i'm like dude like it's not going to make that much of a difference i don't think no. and like i had some friends that did um their uh i didn't take them but they did their photos uh in a taco bell like i just as a fun kind of joke kind of thing oh you took them to taco bell not me personally <laughs> so anyways um don't lie Eric. uh and they like uh they posted the pictures and um tagged uh twitter or uh, on twitter tagged uh, taco bell and taco bell reposted them they're like, giving them props for like you know having... that's pretty sweet yeah yeah so like they don't care Mo- i'm most... not against that yeah i'm sure some stores might care yeah. but like if you're just you and your friend going there with the camera and in there for like 10 minutes like um my buddy joey did a like uh, a session in an in and out nice like it i think uh I almost did it one time, but we just like we ran out of time. But mm-hmm. who wouldn't want to do that? Dude. And if your favorite restaurant is McDonald's, like I don't care, let's go in there and take <laughs> some photos. That'd just be a cool session to do. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So I did a session in uh, where were we? We did an engagement session at. Maybe I shouldn't talk about this <laughs> at the Getty. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, I've done uh, one at the Getty too. You, 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 you go. I'll tell my story next. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that, Eric. I know. <laughs> I mean, I took my friends to the Getty uh-huh, uh-huh. and took some photos of them. <laughs> and uh, and I wanted a really cool photo. I, I don't know. I thought it was really cool. But um, we were walking around the actual art exhibits, and we went to a few where there was, like, nobody around. So I was able to get them, like, they sat at the bench looking up at the artwork. But one of my favorite images was I sat them down on the ground under a big piece of artwork you know and they were Mm. just like being romantic you know there's nobody else around and it was it was really funny too because i don't know the exact logistics of like you know getting kicked out are they getting (laughs) 
So, like, I remember we're walking into that section, but from this hallway, I could see, like, the the security guard had just walked out. So, we walked in, and, like, we just worked really fast. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I did was have him sit there, took a bunch of photos, like, nobody was watching, like, didn't care. And as soon as they stood up, the security guy strolled back in without, like, noticing a thing, you know? <laughs> nice. We're just like, doo-doo-doo. <laughs> hey, I was going to see. Hang on. You can cut this part out. No, we're going to tell everybody. Um, the security guard told us a certain thing. Uh, I'm trying to, I was, I want to find the actual word that he used because it was funny. I think I blogged about it, but I'm not sure. Because, I, I mean, I, we shared the photos. I think the only thing we didn't do is we didn't tag the Getty. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, I was looking it up and they say you can't do commercial work there, yeah. you know, but. Um, like we don't charge for our engagement session. So yeah, yeah. I, I always feel like, uh, when I think of commercial work, I think of like advertising and these pictures gonna yeah, be like up on like walls. Editorial like, work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You blogged. Oh about yeah. It? Uh, I blogged our, our conversation with the, the security guard. Oh my God. That's um, awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we went to the, um, the, uh, the Getty museum and all of our photos were outside. We didn't go inside any of the actual exhibits or anything. Um, and I think we were there for like 20 minutes or so, and uh, security, uh, a security guard came up to us. Today, you guys can't do any professional photos. I'm like, oh, we're just kind of like hanging out, taking some pictures. He's like, uh, okay, just uh, make sure none of the photos are over the top. I'm like, uh, okay, I can do not over the top photos. Well, sure, I'm not sure what that means, but I'll, <laughs> I'll do that. Um, so he tried to um, have a sleeve. But with a little bit of an encouragement, like, these, we're just friends. We're just hanging out. Like, yeah. n- nothing crazy. Yeah. And he let us stay. Um, so if, if he would have persisted, then we totally would have yeah. left. But it yeah. uh, uh, didn't take much convincing for him to let us let us stay. So And, and, so, I, and so were all your photos just mediocre photos? Well, none. none <laughs> Getty, none, none were over the top, Definitely. obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they were good. <laughs> they were okay. They, yeah, they, they were okay. They were just fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah but do you I have was, any of these photos posted on your instagram uh i want to cool comment this is this photo is just okay <laughs> <laughs> i think i have uh maybe not in my the business account but on our our hashtag i think we might um it was a while ago um but yeah, i just thought that was funny that we, they couldn't be over the top I'm like what is that what does that even mean <laughs> so i mean I, I understand like people like if they show up with like tripods and yeah. lighting rigs yeah. and things like that like that totally makes sense but yeah. me just with the, my camera like i, don't I feel know. like if you're really not disrupting anybody i mean i mean if 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 there's a sign outside of Getty that says like like no photography at all like i'll 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 follow the rules. Yeah. You know what I mean? But people show up with their cameras and do photos yeah. and, you know, whatever. I'm just a so, yeah. So if you go in there like a tourist, I don't see anything wrong with that. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't kick anybody out of a room. I didn't get in front of anybody. I didn't touch any of the artwork. You yeah. Know? In fact, we just did everything outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the, the photos aren't going to be like up on billboards anywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's for, I mean, someone's. We also we uh, just for the record we also didn't take any over the top photos. Very good, very good. I think Getty. In case you're listening to this, Getty. And if you come after us, you have a security guard that's making sure nobody's taking over the top photos. <laughs> yeah. So you should really talk they were to very security under the security staff. Because <laughs> we were outside. Yeah, he's making sure we're all taking mediocre photos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so funny. Have you ever gotten kicked out of a place? Um, 
not actually kicked out. We've been like asked to. So at the the Mission Inn in Riverside is also really like uh, picky about having photography there. Oh yeah, we we got escorted out. Oh really? And what was sad about that is the bride had a room there, but they're yeah. so strict. Mm-hmm. Like and they don't care if you have a room there. You have to have paid for the five hundred dollar yep. permit or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. so silly, man. Yeah. So we were. Um, I think this might have been like when I was in college. We were there, and we weren't even in the actual like uh, Mission Inn area. We were yeah. like uh, outside of it, and like not an alleyway, but like um, where all the stores are and stuff. Uh, and we were—I was shooting with um, uh, I think it was a senior session, and the girl had like the Mission Inn kind of in the background. Yeah. Um, and two like uh, guys in suits walked over, and said, hey, "You guys even can't take pictures like with the Mission Inn in the background either." What? Uh, what? Okay. So we were we weren't inside. We were like outside yeah. of it, but it was in the background, and we were. That's not just, true. They can't say that. Yeah. That's so dumb, dude. So, um, that's been been my only time I've I've like been back there and stuff. It's like and, getting pulled over on the freeway. Like, hey, we saw your passenger taking a photo of the mission <laughs> in. <laughs> they can't be in your background. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the heck? Yeah, I don't like how they do that there, man. Like, I get it. It's a historic place. You know what I mean? Like, and they have certain areas roped off where, like, they just don't want people going, period. Mm-hmm. That's cool, too. But, you know, you have to pay $500 to, like, they're, they're just ripping people off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, and it's really sad because it's such a beautiful place. Like, it should be on display. Like, mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful place for the brides to be at. But they're just taking advantage. Yeah. I, that, that's just my feeling on it. They're taking advantage. I don't see how how it's wrong to like you said how is how is that really damaging to them that, yeah. you, that they're in the background of your photo <laughs> yeah. and they don't know who you are what you're doing or anything mm-hmm. how is that damaging yeah. at all doesn't make any sense to me not yeah. a place like that yeah, yeah. we had a, a wedding there i think last year that um uh i'm not sure how i ended up i had ended up like checking in with like security um, I think I asked where a room was, and they were like, "What are you here for?" I'm like, oh, "I'm just um, taking photos of the bride getting ready." Getting ready. They said, "Oh, like you're doing a wedding here?" I'm like, "No, just like in the room." It's okay. Come with me. I'm like, all right. And so I went and like had like signed my name and my business and like my phone number and all this stuff. Uh, and they said, "Did you pay the the permit fee?" I'm like, no. They said, "Okay, well, just um, as long as you stay in the room, you're fine." I'm like, oh, okay. So, I mean, you can't really do much like if they they yeah. know you're there and like yeah. that. So we just in the room and like went in downtown Riverside other places and did photos yeah. um so no we we uh we knew the room number so we went straight to the mm-hmm. room and then we didn't know all the other stuff so we walked around and did a bunch of photos with with the bride and the bridesmaids mm-hmm. and the dress and it was it was great but at the very end of that session someone finally came up and asked me if I had a permit I was like oh, I don't know maybe the bride does and and he ended up escorting you know before he can get another word out, you know, we were done. We were mm-hmm. like, well, we're, we're done. We can leave now. And he's like, well, I have to escort you guys out. Yeah. Like, but she's staying here. I I have to escort you guys downstairs. Like, yeah. Come on, man. Are you yeah. serious? You know? And I don't, I'm, I'm, and that's one place I'm not afraid to share photos because there's no way. Yeah. There's of so many people knowing. that post there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no way of them knowing, you know, they can't track, track that back. I'm not yeah. afraid of that. Like you guys are, you guys are. I love the mission in, but they're ripping people off with it. Yeah. That's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially since there are so many people that get, that do get away with yeah. it, you know, and mm-hmm. then one person has to pay for it. So it sucks. Yeah. I think, uh, the city of Laguna beach is like that too. You have to have a permit. That's what I heard. I've heard recently. They haven't been so like, uh, strict about it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't think, I think, uh, the article they, got, got posted about it 
uh, to like scare people. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I don't think they actually enforce it. Oh, well, I, I, I feel them. like they got a lot of backlash from it too. Mm-hmm. So I think there was like a, a little bit of withdrawal there from from the backlash, you yeah. know, because there's a lot of photography. Yeah, there's people shooting there, but like yeah, whenever I go, there's like literally like five or six other photographers. So is it like there. is it private land? Is that the case? Or? Um, no, it's like they. I think they consider it like a state park, maybe mm, possibly. Okay. I think uh, the residents who have like their backyards up against the sand, yeah, and didn't like having like photographers there yeah. all the time. So yeah. I don't know. People uh, complain about something though, so. Yeah, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I mean, we live in California. You know, LA alone has four million people. Yeah. You can't really get away from people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there's a, there's there's a lot of not so great people out there that are gonna do, a lot of not so great stuff, and it really hurts us that are just trying to just take some, you know, over the top photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so it's uh, it's unfortunate, but you know, I wish. There was a way where they can just kind of manage it and uh, let us do our thing. We're not hurting anybody. Yeah, it's true. You know, thanks for yeah. uh, thanks for coming on here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Send me those links so I can I'll put them in the show notes about the the editing stuff and yeah. then uh, I'll add all your links if you guys want to go look at Eric's stuff. Go look at an Instagram. Just scroll down to the show notes. I'll have all the links there. Where's the Where's the best place for people to go look at your work? Uh, you can just do Instagram, which is uh, underscore the McFarlands underscore, um, or our website is uh, www.the-mcfarlands.com. Nice. That's where it's oh, at. not .net no more? No. Don't go to the .net. It's Squarespace, bro. .com. .com. Yeah. .com. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have said anything. .com, guys. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for coming on again. Appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you. right everybody thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast i hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you did please scroll down to the bottom leave me a review uh, leave me a five-star rating and remember i'd love to hear from you guys so if you guys have any questions or any topics that you guys want to hear about send me a message you can find me on twitter and on instagram at del toro photo and you can also find me at wedding photo podcast on instagram so we will see you on the next one